0: You are listening to If It Has a Score, a podcast about movies, TV, sports, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Devin Lang and Wes Skim. Hey, welcome back to If It Has a Score. Happy February 15th. Keeping it going. Yeah. Uh, No more snow on the ground, it feels like spring already, you know, keeping it on that weather talk.
1: Yeah, it does feel a bit warmer, even though, didn't the groundhog see its shadow? Yeah, he saw its shadow, so he he lied. He's a liar. (laughs) So far it seems as though he's a liar, that's true. Um, Bit of podcast news, we mentioned last week that we recorded at an earlier time off schedule for us, But our poll and our voting that we do is on the same schedule as always. So now we have the results. They are in. So we would like to let you all know that for the fantasy (laughs) fantasy sports, I was victorious and Wes was a loser. (laughs) Um, I think that's a lie, too. No, this is not that segment. Two lies, one (laughs) truth. Where's the truth? (laughs) The truth is that <laughs> this is the most votes we have ever received so far, oh so my we gosh. would like to thank you all for that. It seems as though the new voters and the new listeners that we have gained have some smarts. We yeah. Have... Uh <laughs> um, We'll
0: see what happens when we get even more listeners with smarts. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Uh, we're recording now on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so we're super super excited (laughs) that's right um and it's it's who's playing who's playing tell us about it
1: it's the chiefs and the eagles so yeah i guess i always do predictions i I do it as part of my news so
0: i'm i'm thinking eagles you're thinking eagles i'm thinking philadelphia is gonna take it home
1: You think so, huh? Yeah. Now, I will say that that is the favorite, and that is what many analysts are stuck on. But not this analyst, folks. (laughs) I'm going against my co-host here. I'm going to take the Chiefs. And do you have anything to say about that?
0: Is that because the Eagles were the upset, and like the Chiefs were originally... Because I, I remember a couple weeks ago you said that there there's probably going to be an upset that someone was probably going to beat someone else, but then mm-hmm. they didn't end up beating them. Like it was a surprise win or something.
1: Yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to think of like everybody that played and all the timelines, but I remember before any of the playoff games started, again, this is not a gambling Podcasts by any means but <laughs> i do check it just for reference i, I like making picks on this show and right. on twitter and stuff so i like to know like what other analysts are saying and what other picks are and see if i'm going against the grain or if i'm going with the grain i guess um so before any of the games started chiefs were the favorite to win the whole thing and it's funny that now that it's chiefs and it's eagles that the eagles our favorite over the Chiefs. It's kind of funny how that works. Yeah, yeah, there were some things that were not expected. Maybe people were thinking the 49ers were going to make it to the Super Bowl. That's what I originally had. I also had the Bills, who lost a couple weeks ago. They got beat by the Bengals. Then Many people were thinking the Bengals were on a roll. They were going to beat the Chiefs, make it to the Super Bowl. That did not happen. So here we are, Chiefs and Eagles. So any analysis that you have from your stout uh, football you know, knowledge to combat my, see, my take. A
0: game like this is all about yardage. <laughs> and they you know, the the Eagles they've they've got a lot of yardage. They're they're good at at, at throwing the ball. They now are a the top Chiefs, offense. You know, yeah. they also are, are really good at throwing the ball, but they're also really good at stopping other players. So They are. I feel like, you know, when, when push comes to shove, Chiefs might be able to shove the Eagles <laughs> out of the way
1: and win the game.
0: But I'm still rooting for the Eagles, so.
1: Yeah. I, you, you picked <laughs> I, I don't up know lo- anything. So no, you've, you've picked up a lot of football knowledge along the way. So I will uh, kind of just explain some of the arguments briefly and kind of then explain – where I maybe can poke some holes in that logic, let's just say. So, Well, I mean, I made that all up, but okay. (laughs) No, I mean, just based on what I've been seeing and stuff, kind of reiterate why I'm picking the pick that's not as popular. So, and then again, since this comes out on Wednesday, this could all blow up in my face. (laughs) But with that being said, I would like to explain a couple things. So... Many people are picking the Eagles because the wide receivers are better. Offensive line is better. Defensive line is better. Many other position groups on def- like offense, defense are just superior. Though so they are a very talented group and they have a lot of veterans as well. So they have that going for them. But what I would like to point out is where the Chiefs do excel, they have a better tight end. and Travis Kelsey, some are arguing already, like, is this the greatest tight end of all time, whether it be just receiving or just overall. Um, So they do have a far better tight end. They have a better quarterback in Patrick Mahomes, who just won the MVP, and they have a better head coach in Andy Reid, who is now going to his third Super Bowl. He's 1-1 so far. So head coach and quarterback, Those are like the two most important things. So those are better. And then one other thing I would like to point out is people are talking about Eagles wide receivers being better. And I don't disagree in A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith being better than Marquez Valdez-Gantling and Juju Smith-Schuster. I do not disagree with that, but I would just like to point out that they do have Kadarius Toney back. He is healthy for this matchup. So I think that they have deeper, like more receiving options than people are giving them credit for. Just because one of their wide receivers was out, he is going to be playing in this game. Hopefully he can stay healthy for the whole thing. So they kind of have like a trick up their sleeve, if you will. Mm. They have someone that they haven't been able to rely on in the playoffs. And now they do have somebody and like, Again, Travis Kelsey is just going to be – he's hes going to get his. I mean, everyone's like, oh, if you shut him down, the Eagles are going to win. It's not that easy. If you can say you're going to do something, then every team would do it. And right. quote-unquote, the, chi- the Chiefs would lose every game. But guess what? I mean, they're the number one seed, and they've won all these playoff games to get here. So I think that – He's going to get his. And then I think that even if they do try to swarm him, MSV and Juju have both had multiple 100 receiving yard games. They've done it in the same game before. Kadarius Tony has had games where he's had like 50 yard. You're talking about yardage. Right, like 50 yardage. 50 yard uh, catches, taking him to the house and stuff. He has some big explosive plays. They have good... Running backs in McKinnon and in Pacheco, I'd say, again, that goes deeper than the Eagles. They may have Miles Sanders, who is better, but then it kind of drops off a little bit after that. So, I don't know. I just think everybody's, the as the saying goes, like putting it in a blender and just kind of being like t- taking away a lot of context. Right. Just being like, oh, this team's better and... That's the end of that. Yeah. And then not really like going in and explaining like, oh, this player is better than this player. So obviously the Eagles are going to win. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that happen in a game and you just never know who's going to step up. And I think, again, when it comes down to coaching, this coach that is more experienced, especially in these bigger games, than Nick Andy Reid is more experienced than Nick Sirianni. I think that he'll have some things drawn up. He'll know how to handle these moments. Same thing. Patrick Mahomes has been here, done that in the Super Bowl before. He's also one in one, so he again has more experience than Jalen Hurts. And I just think that that is going to be a factor that may sneak up on people and surprise people.
0: Yeah. All right. I, I see what you're saying, but you know the Eagles also have one of our hometown heroes. On Absolutely. The
1: team, so, you know. Uh, TJ Edwards. Exactly. From yep.
0: uh, our neck of the woods. So Absolutely. I think we should just root for them on that alone. But you bring up a lot of good points, a lot of things that I have no idea what you said. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess we just just wait and see what happens. When you're listening to this, you'll know the true answer and we'll see how dumb he looks.
1: <laughs> I know I'm really putting myself out there, but like you said, we do have a hometown hero Um, My mom was sending me some stuff, some of the schools were doing nearby, schools that he went to attended in his youth, so Mm -hmm. it was cool to see everybody coming together and thinking about him and uh, ready to cheer him on, so it's one of those things where I'm going to be happy either way. I know that's not what people want to hear, but the Chiefs win, it's just like my gut feeling and my I told you so moment is going to be on display. And if the <laughs> Eagles win, I know uh, friends, family, um, obviously Country people men. in this ho- hometown and stuff um, <laughs> that are fans or cheering for the team for other reasons, and then um, that will be good to be able to have that happen for those people as well. Right, right. Well, with
0: that, we're going to get right into news. Yep. I can go first. I've got real quick stuff okay. this time. Uh, so my first bit of news is, uh, real, real recently here, we just found out the Late Late Show with James Corden is going to be canceled after almost 30 years on oh. air. So James Corden, of course, was not the only host of the show. We've seen a lot of other big-time uh, big, big late-night hosts on that show. Um, so with that and uh, Trevor Noah leaving The Daily Show, yeah. people are saying that like late-night TV or late-night news kind of shows is, is kind of dying at mm-hmm. this point. Uh, but, I mean, to be fair, not a lot of people like James Corden. Okay. <laughs> I th- This is just my personal opinion. I really do not like him. so <laughs> I could care less that he is leaving, but they're actually just not doing the show anymore is the thing. So he right. could have left and someone else could have came in, but they're just done with the show now. And James Corden was already talking about leaving himself. Uh, they're going to replace the show with an At Midnight reboot. Hmm. Uh, so At Midnight was an older uh, late, late night show. And and they're going to reboot that, and we'll see how that one does. Maybe it'll bring life back into the late night talk show atmosphere or something.
1: Maybe, yeah. Um, do you have any suggestions other than that reboot? Like, what do you think w- would maybe get some viewership up for late night news
0: i just it's it's rough because you have so many out there like you could watch jimmy kimmel you could watch Mm. jimmy fallon you could watch i mean even snl at some times feels like one of those late late night shows it's it's everyone's doing the same thing and it's how do you make your show unique and how do you have someone on the show that people don't hate (laughs) (laughs) it's a big important thing most of the late night talk show hosts people are like i really don't like that person or they're right. really problematic yeah or they're just really annoying yeah uh, i think the only one that i don't really hear that much bad things about would be like um seth myers late night with seth myers i or forgot he's doing At that night or whatever his show is yeah his is pretty good i i also like craig ferguson but i don't think he has one right now i don't, I don't know if he does i, he I, did I know for a he, long time. he has a game show right now i think that's still going on but he he was a good host too but his was like really niche and weird so it was hard right. to like get into that one but I mean I know a lot of people just really don't like Jimmy Fallon they think that yeah. he's a little annoying a lot of people didn't like James Corden and people don't like Jimmy Kimmel because he's, right. he's done some problematic things in the past So yes. it's and
1: tries to like ignore that pretty much right like, just that like that brush happened. it under the rug exactly
0: <laughs> exactly so it's it's hard to find a late-night host that has, like, unanimous like, you know, that everyone is happy with. Uh, and I, honestly, the format itself is just old. It's dated.
1: I think so. People – hey, you mentioned game shows. People like that, there's a lot more different game shows you see now than different late-night news or late-night shows or something. And I just remember the people – before the ones that you just mentioned, like David Letterman for a long time, right. Jay Leno for a long time. So I feel like there's some people that maybe when those hosts left, kind of just stopped viewing then. None of these other hosts that came along really like caught their attention or w- was worth watching for them. And the Seth Meyers one was funny because they do something like that every week on Saturday Night Live. And he used to do that. And I think the people that do it now, I think Michael Che and one other person, they do a good job. That's yeah. always a funny segment. Amy Poehler and Tina Fey used to do it for a while. Right. That's always a good uh, recurring thing that they do on SNL. But yeah, I think more people, again, I don't know as much about it as you do, but I'd say just since there's so many, I think people like game shows now and people right. like <laughs> uh, Steve Harvey and people like Michael Strahan. <laughs> they're, they're always doing shows.
0: It's it's hard to get viewership on that stuff because really, like, it goes out and then it just becomes YouTube clips afterwards. That's true. And that's where they get most of their interaction and views. Like, people don't watch it at night. I, I think People the would same, rather just stream something on a streaming network.
1: I think the same could be said for the late night shows, though, too. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, for those. Shows. I yeah. thought you meant the game shows, too. Yeah, no,
0: game shows I'll watch anywhere. I'm fine with that. There you go. I go... <laughs> I'll go out to, with my friends to dinner, and they'll be playing the game show network, and we'll like yell out the answers, and other tables will stare at us. Um, it's it's fun. fun time, though. Yeah, so
1: everyone instead should just do a late night game show. Exactly, problem solved. Only game shows, or have Michael Strahan or Steve Harvey host a late night show. Right,
0: problem also <laughs> Honestly, solved. Honestly, they would be pretty decent at it. If, if they make it more of like a game show bit, because I know a lot of the, the late night shows have these bits that are actually really good bits, mm-hmm. um, but are they implemented well? Whatever. Like, I don't know. I really liked Conan when Conan had a show.
1: I forgot about that. Because he's gone yeah. too. But
0: Conan O'Brien, I, I thought was like one of the pinnacles of like, this is a really good late night show. He's really great with his guests. the whole show is that. So not only is the guest entertaining and the guest is allowed to shine. The host himself is also really entertaining and allowed to shine. So that, that really helps.
1: I agree. Now he's the one that took over for Leno, correct? I believe so. Yeah. So he kind of got
0: Leno like kind of screwed over.
1: I was going to say he kind of got a raw deal, right? Where he took over and then Leno wanted to come back. And then, so he kind of got the boot. or how, how did that all go down? I may be misremembering it.
0: No, you're right. He he was taking the job and then Leno was like, no, I kind of want to come back. Mm-hmm. And so he got pushed into another network. So it really kind of screwed him off because uh, he was on another network for a while doing a different show. And then he finally got to do this show. And it, I don't know. It was just all over the place because Leno also enforced something with it
1: to where Conan couldn't be on a certain network. Like, I don't know. He was just being a little jerk. (laughs) It really sounds like it. So, yeah, he has to be upset because that was going well from what I remember and from what you just mentioned as well, people liking it. I liked it. Yeah, Uh, and you never, like, hear anything bad about, like,
0: employee experiences really with Conan. Like, there's a lot of um, people who interned on the Conan show who are now, like, famous actors and comedians like uh jim from the office oh yeah yeah he he interned on the conan o'brien show and then went on like most of the people on the office interned on that show really yeah so it's it's really cool to see that he was able to foster that connection to the industry that saw success in a lot of people that came afterwards you know it's not like Ellen DeGeneres where now you're hearing all these negative experiences that's right I was gonna yeah. bring
1: that up if you didn't yeah but yeah so Jim from The Office is now a superhero and there's that one is her actual name Mindy? Mindy the, Kelling? Yeah that's yeah. her that's her name right so she's gone on to write some things and be in some other things so yeah uh I don't really like her either. But. <laughs> My girlfriend's a fan. She watched, I think, The Mindy Project, is what it is. So that's how I was like, okay. is that her real name or not her real name? Yeah, that's
0: know. her real name. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> wow. But
1: I don't want to get too much into that. Strong opinion. I, no, I'm just, sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's cool that I don't know if she was She's an intern for ways, the, the show like, or not. But. I don't
0: know if she was an intern in the show, but I know that she was on the office with everyone else who did intern. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> My last bit of news: uh, Disney came out with a surprising announcement this week, announcing that uh, multiple sequels were in the works. That's We've right. got Zootopia two, which makes sense. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stories to be told. You know, it was a really enjoyable movie. Uh, Frozen three, which is odd because Frozen two didn't really have a solidified storyline until like months before it came out, and <laughs> Toy Story five. Right. Which I just wish they would let die. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love Toy Story. Don't get me wrong. I grew up That movie came out when, like, I think the year I was born was the first one or the year before I was born. Yeah. Uh, so, I, like, I grew up on that Toy Story franchise. I remember seeing the third one in theaters and bawling my eyes out. <laughs> and then the fourth one came out and we were like, why? But yeah. it was still, like, okay. And now the fifth one, I really just don't know what the focus would be. I'm like, what would you do? Because they're saying that um, Tim Allen and uh, Tom Hanks are to return as Buzz and Woody. Okay. But like, what's the focus going to be? Is it going to be them again? Is it going to be another toy? Like, what? Because Woody isn't with Bonnie's family anymore. Bonnie, the person who took in all the toys. Spoiler. No, I'm just kidding. It's not really a spoiler at this point. It's been out for a while. But like, still, I don't understand why they keep just milking this franchise.
1: Yeah, so I actually did not see the last film, so I don't know entirely, but it pretty much is at a point to where it's ended, right? If yeah, I'm not it mistaken. should have ended it, at
0: the third one, honestly. The third? The fourth one was just like more to the story. It's like, okay, cool.
1: But the fifth one, I just I have no idea what route they're going to take with it. I mean, it's like you said, it's a franchise that many people hold near and dear to their heart. But that doesn't mean that you should just continuously milk it and milk it to where it should have ended and it's continuing and it's everything is a stretch, you know what See, I mean? No one wants to watch when like everything is so far fetched and so like wild and crazy. The comparison I have, since you know, I have such a deep knowledge of movie and T V show, it would be two and a half men when they had to write off Charlie's character and they they made it work for a little bit but then as it progressed it just kind of got like crazier and crazier yeah. and I, I guess it, it's obviously supposed to be a comedy but like you get to the end and you're just like what none of these things anymore? would ever happen <laughs> and like how are these people all still like intertwined this this just would have never happened and should never happen you yeah, know and it I happens
0: mean? on a lot of shows like shows that go on for a little too long um and it's it just doesn't have the cohesiveness that it needs anymore. Right. My my thing is after the end of the fourth movie, which I mean, okay, spoiler alert, but you should have For seen me. it by now. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it ends with Woody <laughs> leaving that family and going with uh, Bo Peep, and then they become like these people who rescue like abandoned toys and bring them back to an owner or their owner. Uh, they could have taken that idea and turned it into a Disney Plus series, like a TV series. There I think that go. would have been cool with them like saving different toys. There's a different story every single episode. Okay, that'd be awesome. But I don't see what they would do with the full movie because yeah. they're separated now. They they like don't even live in the. I don't think they're in the same state anymore. Probably not because they were on a road trip when they went to the carnival where Woody decided not to go with. Hmm. So I really don't know what the connection's gonna be, but I guess. We just have to wait and see what they're planning.
1: I guess I think you're onto something there with the TV show series. I mean, they did that. Well, I
0: thought the same thing for Incredibles. Like when yeah. Incredibles two came out, we have all these new like superheroes, is very like X Men like, where like all these new powers and superheroes are out. I think they could have done a, a Disney Plus series after that about different superheroes. You I know, mean, like they, they they made their own superhero franchise. People love those. Yeah,
1: yeah, people. From my observation, are watching more TV than they are movies. I mean, I right. could be totally off on that, but
0: because it's it's like, a, it's shorter. Yeah. So it's a more manageable. But also, if you release enough at the same time, it's got that binge potential, which yes. could be just the length of a movie. Yeah. But sometimes people just want that short bit of information. Sometimes people can't sit through a whole movie. Right. Uh. So it's it's easier to do a, a TV series, but. When you release a TV series, you also risk uh, it feeling more like a movie that was broken up to be longer than it's supposed to.
1: Hmm. Because,
0: like, a lot of these, like, Star Wars TV series, yeah. they, it's just such a slow burn getting into it. And then the action starts, like, three episodes in, and you get into it, and then it doesn't end in a way that feels satisfying. So you're just like, why did I watch that whole thing?
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, I guess I've never. Thought about it like that, but I don't. No, well, I did. I don't, Devin. Break down. I do all the time. I don't break down film <laughs> the way that you do. So,
0: and that's it for my news. I <laughs> before I I get more angry, <laughs> I'm just gonna I pass f- it off to Devin because we're I already f- over half an hour right now.
1: That's all right. <laughs> I yeah, I see some of these were rubbing you the wrong way. So, speaking of being rubbed the wrong way, I would like to. Start off by talking about Brett Favre again. So we talked about him in that Mississippi state welfare scandal. So you may think that I potentially have some updates in the law and judicial system. I guess I do to a certain extent, but probably not what many are expecting. So Brett Favre is going to be suing multiple people (laughs) Whoa. <laughs> In, uh, um, for defamation. So That's always my
0: first step when I do something really screwed up, is just blame everyone else. Yes,
1: exactly. Point, point the finger at others, not at yourself. <laughs> so he is going to be suing Shad White. So that is Mississippi's state auditor. And then also... Former NFL players turn sports commentators Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee, who host shows daily on FS1 and YouTube respectfully. So you may remember we actually talked about Shannon Sharp a couple weeks ago for getting in a fight, (laughs) an NBA game. Um, But they they talk sports every day, him and Skip Bayless. So he had some unkind things to say on the show. I will let you look that up, and he's also had unkind things to say on Twitter, also will let you look that up, Pat McAfee, same thing, saying things on Twitter, saying things on YouTube, and the one that has replied so far, because he's, I'd say like the most online, being someone that host the show on youtube you kind of have more of your audience based on twitter youtube comment sections streaming you know he's kind of more in that realm um so he just said on a tweet pretty much let's let it ride and i'll see you in court pal so it seems like (laughs) mcafee is doubling down and believes in everything that he has said about Favre, which i think Many do. I mean, I, I'll just be the first to say it. I'm glad that we are not being sued by Brett Favre <laughs> for defamation. Because <laughs> we did talk about him. I really hope I don't
0: <laughs> receive those papers in the mail because I don't make enough to afford
1: them. I mean, I broke it more down as news rather than some of the other things they were saying. I mean, they're some of the more... G rated or PG rated things were far stole money from people that really needed it. Right. And they called him a thief and they said that, let's see what else? Yeah. I mean, essentially <laughs> without saying some of the other things I won't get into, but yeah. um, so some felt more strongly about it than others. Not that I didn't, but I was just trying to do it in more of a new sense and, we we had some critical things to say, but I think when you tell the story about what it is he's being accused of, a lot can be left to interpretation. For sure. For you sure. know, you can kind of hear about it and have your own thoughts in your head as you're listening and driving in the car or listening at home or whatever. Be like, yeah, that's a really bad thing that happened. Yeah. In no way, shape, or form should that have happened. So... <laughs> Not what many people are expecting, but that's the update I have at this time. So I guess we'll have multiple updates things from the state and from auditors and so on, and then things in this defamation. So I don't know if it'll be exactly streamed the way that the Johnny Depp one was, but there's always a chance, right? Yeah. I mean, that's I'm sure true. people would like to see this. So we'll see. Keep you folks updated. Uh, one. Two more things, um, quickly. So the NBA trade deadline happened earlier this week, and instead of boring everybody and going over what the trades that went down all inquired, uh, it would be easier to say that all—not all—28 teams traded either picks and/or players. In exchange for other picks and or players. There are only two teams that did not. So everybody was active right before the deadline. Or a little bit sooner. Maybe weeks before. So only the Chicago Bulls and the Cleveland Cavaliers did not. Everybody else was active in order to try and make their team better. Either now or in the future. So just a little bit of like craziness I would say. Because... The deadline was on Thursday, and just imagine there being like 10-plus trades all within like a matter of hours. I mean, it was just madness and chaos if you're an NBA fan. And for the players, I mean, there was a player I can think of, Jay Crowder, that got traded twice. So I was (laughs) telling somebody at work kind of like as it was happening – uh, we were at lunch. I'm just like, man, that's got to be so rough. Like, <laughs> you know, don't even unpack your bags because you're getting from one, t- you're going from one town to another town. I mean,
0: it's like a fetch quest. You're like, I, I got this so that I can get that.
1: Yes, he went from Phoenix to Brooklyn to Milwaukee. So he went from being a son to a net to a buck all in he the matter have of like 24 far hours.
0: now, so that's kind of nice yeah i it's know like a shorter distance <laughs> if
1: I, that's what i mean hopefully he didn't travel from phoenix to brooklyn so soon i know they probably give him some days and so, it's not like the next night they're playing it it takes some time for some other players right and then last thing you may know a little bit more about this than myself but I uh, actually,
0: <laughs> if if it's UFC, I haven't seen any fights recently.
1: So. Okay, I just know that there was a UFC event last night. It UFC, was a pretty big one, UFC 284. So for myself, more of a casual, just like we'll watch it with buddies if it's on. They know more than myself, but there were fights yesterday, so it looks like. A couple of cool ones, in my opinion, because there was a a few submissions and there was a knockout, uh, a draw as well, which I know like when things come down to decision, there is one that won by decision and one draw. That's when things start to like, that's when the disagreeing can come forth. You know what I mean? Because imagine like the Super Bowl today being like, Decision, you know, it's yeah. kind, of and it's coming down to yeah, a vote. Yeah, they have more points, but this team played better, so they win. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's where, yeah, the the fans come out and say, you know, how can they say that this person won? Like, I think that this person won. Like, just look at this round. Right, it's always rough, but you can't
0: play until someone knocks someone out,
1: or else you could be there forever. Exactly, because there's definitely people that are more technical and more skilled in their defense as well so like you said we'd be there all night if it had to be submission or knockout but yeah that took place yesterday and congrats to everybody that won mm. unfortunately i don't know any of these fighters from yesterday <laughs> sorry folks I'll, I'll brush up on that a little better next time all right but that's what i have for news
0: well anyway If you want to help us prepare for potential lawsuits from Brett Favre, (laughs) you can support the podcast by going through SeatGeek, our sponsor. Uh, If you use our code IFITHASASCORE to score some seats for uh, any events coming up, whether it's concerts, theater events, or uh, sporting events, uh, you can use our code SCORE to earn $20 off your first purchase. Okay, we really need your help so we can prepare to go to court.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it's a good time to be going to some games, and now is especially a good time to be saving some money if you're going to some games right? or if you're... Going to some concerts or going to some theatrical well, production. We were
0: saying before, you know, Valentine's Day was coming up. This episode's coming out after Valentine's Day, but mm. you know what's after Valentine's Day? Spring break, baby! Okay, oh, yeah. so if you have a spring break coming up, uh, if you're a, a college student or or even older, and <laughs> for some reason you have a spring break, now is the time to get
1: those tickets before everyone else scoops them up. Absolutely. Get them while you can. Events are selling out nearby you, I'm sure daily. So get tickets through SeatGeek and get yourself a good deal using the code if it has a score to save twenty dollars.
0: Uh, moving on now to our segment for this week, we've got Love Is In The Air is still continuing yes. with our poster post game analysis, where we take. Uh, characters and place them into a recent
1: game. Um, That's right. So, Devin, what what's going on today? So, we were just talking about NBA in the news segment. I said that we weren't going to talk about every single team, every single trade rightfully so, but there was something interesting as we stated like you could either be a buyer or a seller. So you're either trying to trade for players in order to make your team that much better. You think you're going to make the playoffs. You think maybe you could make a run in the playoffs. Maybe make it to the NBA Finals. Or if you think like, hey, we don't have all the players and pieces we need right now. So let's try and get draft picks. So draft picks for next year, the year after that. You can trade for draft picks seven years out in the future, or right. maybe even longer, but I believe it's seven. So there was one team that essentially traded away some of their best players. And so you may think like, oh, they're, they're done for, they're not going to do great the rest of the season, despite that they, they were actually in the chance. they are actually in a position to make uh, the playoffs. And I would say, based on what we hear about this game, you think maybe they still have a chance. So we'll talk about some of the players on, the team that won with 116 points. And then we'll also talk about the team that lost only scored 105 points and where they are at. But, you know, I'm talking about these teams right now and I can't remember the name of them. Wow! (laughs) Oh man. So I'm so
0: surprised that you can't, I know it's such a
1: big game. I know, I know a lot about them, obviously like the storyline swirling around them, but yeah, 116-105 116 to 105 for the final of this game so who came out on top and who fell short
0: well you know the team that came out on top is Cupid's arrows <laughs>
1: they were
0: doing a great job just yeah. uh, shooting shooting uh, stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like an arrow right right on target
1: uh, came out on top against love handle love handle yeah I mean yeah it just Based on mascots alone, you could see why a arrow and somebody that is shooting and in that motion is coming out on top over a love handle. Oh, well, just- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, just based on mascots alone, right? But yeah,
0: they need to get a new mascot at this point. Yeah, it's a little odd.
1: Hey, that may be something that's on <laughs> the table, but as of right now. Let's talk a little bit more about Love Handle and what they were doing. So they were a team that, again, stayed complicit during this trade deadline. They are not in the playoff mix right now, so people may be a little surprised by that. I know fans of the Love Handles wanted them to do more in order to make a push to try and make the team better. But right now they're kind of stagnant, but they do have... They're big three, and we're going to talk about those big three. And unfortunately, the reason they fell short is because one of them played incredible, and then the other two were a little flat. Uh, I mean, one, I I should say maybe like one and a half played up to the standards, but like definitely could have been doing a bit more, and then... The third player, again, just needed to produce more, needed to be at their usual level to get them that 10 extra points. I mean, they needed 11 or 12, but get them over that hump. But first, let's talk about the one or two best player, depending upon the night, Um, their guard, who was shooting threes, dunking, laying up, getting back on defense. Oh, yeah. So... Not many rebounds or assists, but, hey, 38 points. So that helped attribute to try and come back, but not quite. So who was this person that was just hooping?
0: Oh, yeah, they're they're a forward-thinking player. While they they, they didn't get too many assists this time, Uh, sometimes they need it, sometimes they don't. So I think this is just one of those times that they were like, I'm good by myself. Yeah. and uh so Deadpool was having the time of his life out there <laughs> scoring those shots getting those those nothing but net yeah splash exactly splash splash yeah you're
1: hearing that a lot all night from the commentators splash <laughs> another one from Deadpool so that was quite the sight to see but again it's a team sport so some more assists and some more rebounds in order to get your team another chance to have the ball and score, whether it be you or another player, would have been good to see. But hey, I mean, 38 points, how critical can you be? Right. That helped to cut the deficit at times. So a player that is definitely part of the big three, but many view as like the third. But hey, on some nights, they're in the number one. They're like the best player. Uh, Definitely from a rebound perspective, even some blocks and steals um, did well, but usually scores more points. But the stat line is 17 rebounds. Awesome. Probably got some rebounds that Deadpool was not going for, obviously. But yeah, only 15 points. We're used to seeing 20 or more from this player. So again, from a point scoring perspective, Not usually what you see, wasn't making as much from a percentage standpoint, but who was this player that, I mean, hey, rebounds, awesome, points, we would have liked to see more. Who was this again?
0: Well, you know, this character, he has some experience in the world of rebounding, more on the love front. You have Cal Weaver from Crazy Stupid Love. Um, Cal Weaver, you know, he's he's usually playing a lot better and this time i think he was just he was down on his
1: luck. Yeah. So i i agree. Yeah. Hey, rebounder. Good, solid, and you always need that. Again, some people were lacking in that department on right. the team, but again, it there's multiple phases of the game. you have to be skilled at multiple things,
0: yeah, and usually, as Jacob Palmer showing him the ropes, kinda helping him out a bit more, mm-hmm. being new into the 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 game, yeah, but he just didn't have it
1: this time. He was out, agreed, so one last player again, we expect more out of this player. We really do a veteran, somebody that's been around for a long time. And is really, again, the alpha on this team. People weren't expecting it, but it's just the reality of the situation. But was not the alpha tonight. Usually is scoring above 20 points, sometimes above 30 points. I mean, tremendous. But we only saw 14 points tonight. Six assists. I will say that that was great because that's actually the most of the night the most for this team so more of a facilitator facilitator tonight kind of taking a backseat on the scoring which is odd yeah so kind of like an unconventional game and then three rebounds so again for someone of a bigger stature could have done a little bit more but was just kind of lost in the mix out yeah
0: there. for sure i mean you know he he just has that track record of Taking his time with things, Mm -hmm. and it takes him a while to get to where everyone else wants him to be, or where he even wants to be. And so Andy Stitzer from the Forty Year Old Virgin, (laughs) it's it takes him a while, you know, forty year old. Yeah, he's a veteran. Yeah, and he has some experience, but like he he doesn't have quite as much experience as some players who are already younger than him. You know, he doesn't have as much skill sometimes.
1: That's true. You want instant results instant gratification like come on let's get this done let's do this thing you know from an early age and f- like early in the season but like you said kind of little more offset results than what fans and what other people watching would like so right. you that want was, him to score more but he just hasn't scored in a while <laughs> that was the definitely the case for this night so Unlucky tonight for <laughs> poor little Andy, yeah, for Andy. <laughs> so, and then that helped or that attributed to the team being unlucky in this loss. So, yep, unfortunately, I would like to take time now and obviously highlight our players that did well on the Cupid arrows. So, again. You think that a team that traded some players away, arguably the best players on the team, stood no chance in this game. Mm -hmm. However, they came out on top, and they did acquire players in these trades, obviously. So first, let's talk about one of the players that is new in town. You know, the dust has settled a bit, and now this one player of the two that is coming on in and playing for their first game. Starting to make a name for himself, for sure. Is um, coming out with a bang. So how about 25 points, 6 assists, and 5 rebounds for the newcomer? What do you think of that?
0: A lot of people weren't expecting this. When he first entered in and didn't have quite the powers that you see of everyone else on the team, he finally found his powers and he's using them to his advantage will stronghold from sky high he he's you know he's had his awakening he has yeah. his powers and he's
1: able to to just really play that that court yeah no i i agree and it's it's funny seeing how he was not funny but interesting and just kind of adds perspective seeing how he was on his former team and now seeing how he's fitting in with this new team and it's already going well. Oh yeah. I th- I think the fact that they again have less stars on this team quote unquote is able to help him kind of realize and make other fans and coaches realize like hey, you know, I'm on pace right, right. to where I could be a star. I yeah. I could be somebody on this team that's noteworthy and that people are like, hey, watch out for this guy. Right. Watch and out like, for this like we
0: were saying, sometimes it just takes some people a little bit longer. He's just a little <laughs> bit of a late bloomer, but he yeah. got there. And he and he's, can really still make a name for himself with all the time he has left.
1: Absolutely. So we're just getting started here in this new town and on this new team. Right. So, again, we were talking about they traded their stars away. Well, guess what? Something that isn't being mentioned is that there is a player on this team that for three consecutive games, has scored over 40 points. Uh-huh. So they didn't quite score 40 points tonight, but they still had another strong showing in scoring 20 points, so half as much or even less than half, and four rebounds and six assists. But they still were able to score a good amount of points. Somebody that was like on nobody's radar going into this season and is now scoring points on a winning team. Right. Without the stars that are now gone. He wants to be the star or she wants to be the star of this team. And they are in a position where now, again, we're talking about people that can rise up now that some of the other people are in other situations elsewhere. Uh huh. So. Well, yeah,
0: when, when he first entered the, the team or the, the game, he really wasn't that well-known. People kind of, like, weren't sure about his first two appearances. They were like, ah, that kind of sucked. But around the third time, everyone was like, wow, that was really amazing. And then yeah. when you see him in collaboration with the other players, it's, like, even better and the fourth one, you know, it, this, this one here, it wasn't as much as his last one, the third one, where it's like a lot more popularity, a lot better, got a lot more points. Mm. He wasn't playing as well, but it's still like pretty high up there for for how he ha- is as a player, how right. how he is enjoyed by the people and how he does. So Thor from <laughs> um, Thor Love and Thunder, you know, most recently, yeah. it, it did pretty well. He's pretty well. Yeah. yeah. But like we definitely saw a lot more from him last time and who knows maybe we'll see more from him in the future uh especially since like there's still like a lot of uh things that he has to do that we know that he wants to do but uh we just have to you know sit back play it
1: by ear let him work on his own time. I totally agree so you knew of Thor and you had this perception of him and now recently, again, with material changes and other things changing, you have a newfound perspective of Thor. Right. And it seems like, like a totally new character. Absolutely. And with that said, with that growth that you've seen, now we get to see what Thor can really blossom into being in this world and in this league and to fans and spectators across. So... Yeah, very cool to see that as it's developing in real time. So another player that is also kind of in a similar situation, not as much of a boom, but still rising upwards in this age where now they have more opportunities than they did before they're on the court more than they were before. So, they're getting more shot opportunities than they did before. With that being said, they were able to score 18 points. They were also able to have some steals, get back on defense a little bit. So, this player uh, is having more opportunities and making the best of them. So, yeah. who is this again? Oh, definitely Tiana from The
0: Princess and the Frog. <laughs>
1: she's
0: she's coming up, you know, like she she started off like down on her luck maybe a little bit. Uh, But she's really, really coming up, and she's seen a lot of success now uh, ever since she, you know, made her way through the game. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see where she goes from here. You know, she she came out on top. While she wasn't as high up there as the rest of the players, she still was doing very well for herself, and she's, she's getting there.
1: Yeah. Hey, we talk about things taking more some time, some things take him more time than others. Right. But with you now having more time on the court and more time to show your stuff, you're able to show that you do belong there. And right. not have that narrative of being like, oh, this player, get him out of town or get him right. off the team. They don't deserve to be on the team. They don't deserve to be on the court. You're not going to be hearing much of that for right. this player anymore. And like
0: she's saying, you know, she's almost there. And that that's – She's going to get there for sure. We can see that from how she played this game.
1: Absolutely. You, Yeah, you see it is in motion. So one last thing I would like to highlight is this originally was supposed to be part of this team's big three. We mentioned two of those have departed since. But this third player has really not been playing as one of the three stars on this team. But they are... One of the ones that remains, and I think that that might be because there were not teams interested in trading for this player, has been a disappointment this season, did not play last season, was pretty much disappointing the season before that, the season before that. Right. I mean, constantly been a disappointment for teams, exactly. and especially mm-hmm. in crunch time in the playoffs. It's just a constant <clears throat> loop for this person,
0: just constant yeah. loop, and like maybe you'll see some improvement in one loop, but then all of a sudden in the next loop, it's just the same thing. So like this character just needs to keep going through this loop in order to see more success. So Phil from groundhog day just (laughs) needs to, needs to loop himself a little bit more to finally get to his realization of how he needs to be as a player in this game.
1: I totally agree. Yeah. So, I mean, you're strong at a couple things, strong at defense, Strong at rebounding and facilitating with assists, but people want to see you shoot the ball more, make more of your free throws. I mean, this is the NBA. We are playing basketball. You're supposed to take that basketball, shoot it, and score. I mean, it's great that you're skilled at those other things, but at the end of the day, at the end of each game, whoever wins is whoever scores more points. So we want to see you score more points, and it seems as though... This person, this player is timid. He needs to take
0: advantage of all these chances chances he's being given. The fact that he keeps getting to start over again, he needs to take advantage of that and really play to his potential, figure out his method of playing, and just go for it. Go for the score. That's what he needs to do to see
1: success in this game and in this field. You can't be scared. You can't be scared to do that. Not in this game. Not in this league. All right, folks. So, this game and this league that we're actually referring to is the Nets beating the Bulls 116 to 105. We saw Zach Levine score 38 points. And then we saw Cam Thomas not score his 40 points as of recent, but score 20 points. And then we saw Ben Simmons do Ben Simmons-like things. (laughs) Uh, Not what people want or expected, especially after they traded away Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to the Suns and to the Mavericks respectfully. So two of their best players, two of their stars, out of town. You don't think that they have a shot. You think that they're just going to lose out most of their games but they were able to beat the bulls who again didn't do anything in terms of trades at that deadline so even though the nets traded players away got some in return but mostly traded players away they still it looks like are in a good position to surprise some people with the players that they Still have on their team and the players that they acquired. Again, we also talked about Spencer Dinwiddie and his game with 25 points. So that is what we have for poster post game analysis, folks. Yeah.
0: yeah, thanks for joining us. And if you want to see one of these games just like this, be sure to use our score or our code if <laughs> it has a score on SeatGeek. So that you could score some tickets and maybe see something like this firsthand and know what the players are before we even talk about the game.
1: Yep, and then reminder that next week we are going to be doing Devon's director's cut. So it is with the theme of rom com. Go a number of which ways with this. It'll probably somewhere along the lines of there is an NFL, NBA. Yeah, I won't. You know, NHL. Any sort of professional athlete, maybe different leagues and that different sports and that and their, you know, significant other and then maybe for our sake, it could be somebody that is also in a professional sport and professional league. We've already done Zach and Julie Ertz. So there are some others that I know of. But let me dive into that again. I don't know who's dating who and who's married (laughs) to who. Unless it's brought to my attention, but maybe there's something where they met in a cool way and they have a great story. Maybe they have like a charity foundation. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's some great stories out there. So yeah, more romantic
0: spin on our our docu series or whatever yeah. we call it. All right, bringing us to our last bit: two truths, one lie. Uh, I'll start since I did news first. Yep. All right. Who of the following just earned their EGOT thanks to the 2023 Grammys? Now, if you remember, we talked about EGOTs before. EGOTs when you earn an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and a Tony. Okay. And only few people in in the industry have earned all four. But we just had a recent EGOT winner with the Grammys, what, like a week and a half ago or so? Uh, So of these three, which one is it? John Legend, Viola Davis, Steve Martin.
1: Hmm. So, hmm. I feel like recently I've been <laughs> just getting gut reactions <laughs> when you say a name. And again, it's because I'm unfamiliar with people or unfamiliar with their work. So, the one that sticks out to me as of right now is John Legend, because of just being in so many things, being talented in so many different ways, and then, not that anybody you mentioned is not talented, I'm not saying that by any means, but I just don't know, like, musically, what the, what Steve Martin could have done, and I'm sorry, but unfortunately with that person that you mentioned in the middle there, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with them entirely. So, I don't know if you're familiar. You don't know Viola Davis? No, I don't know if you've seen the, the Shaq meme. That could be me, like, after this. But he's just like, I am unf- I was unfamiliar with your game. <laughs> I don't know if you've been seeing that go around when, like, you you basically rule somebody out when you're unfamiliar with them. She's famous for roles in, in movies like The Help and Fences.
0: Um, she's a really great actor. Mm-hmm fantastic but so you're going with john legend
1: i am that's just as soon as i heard it that's what my gut was telling me so that's all righty uh so with that let's take a look um
0: so you're going with john legend yes and john legend is an egot winner but not from this past, not from year. This past year not okay. from this past year uh john legend earned his a few years ago okay viola davis is actually the one who just won and it wasn't music that won her the grammy because audiobooks and narration also have categories in the grammy awards spoken word as well spoken word Uh as well uh and i believe steve martin has been nominated for a grammy before with some sort of audiobook or narration thing but i don't know that he's won one uh but yeah viola davis won most recently with uh, a win for her audiobook narration. So I am the Shaq meme. I am saying, sorry, yeah. I was unfamiliar with your game. You are unfamiliar with the game. <laughs> so that puts you at what? You had 2 so two and one. And one. Yes. That's a pretty
1: good score so far. I think I'm oh and two. <laughs> no, you are one and one. Oh, one and one? Okay, right now. Cool. So you have a chance to not things up. Uh, let's see what you got. All so right. T- again, is just... Such a crazy event, such a crazy deadline. We're going to talk more about the trade deadline. So, we're going to talk about point guard Russell Westbrook. So, a longtime Oklahoma City Thunder player. He just got traded from the Lakers to the Jazz. So, he's been doing some more bouncing around the past few seasons. I would like you to tell me. Which of these teams has he not played for? Meaning he has played for the other two teams. Okay. And obviously it's not going to be any of the teams that I just mentioned. So it is going to be two other teams. So the Houston Rockets, the Washington Wizards, or the Boston Celtics. Now who is it again? Russell Westbrook.
0: Russell Westbrook. So the Celtics, the Rockets, and the Wizards. The Wizards. I'm going to say the
1: Rockets. You don't think he's been on the Rockets? I don't like your face right now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no, I just... because <laughs> I don't know. You looked like you were judging that answer. No, no. I just... I th- totally overthink this now. and I'm thinking, like, how should I have these ordered? I try to be like, oh, put the one that it is in the middle, this, then the other. So yeah, recently I've been doing... <laughs> alphabetical order alphabet <laughs> and then with these i did chronological order so dating back so after the thunder he was on the rockets uh, then he was on the wizards uh, and then after that he was on the lakers uh, never on the celtics. the celtics
0: was my second guess oh boy
1: it's well, always my second guess i should just go with my second guess from now on that's what they all say <laughs> <laughs> um But with your first guest, you are put at 1 and 2. Great. So we got opposite scores right now. Yeah, but there's still opportunity to tie and then have our eventual tiebreaker that we keep talking about. (laughs) But again, fun game that we're playing. Games have scores. And speaking of games, we like to talk about Midnight Energy. For gamers, by gamers.
0: Fuel your games. Yeah,
1: so I know I like drinking Midnight Energy before Two Truths, One Lie, before Fantasy Fantasy Sports. I know that if we do Fantasy Fight Night again, I would like to drink it before that. (laughs) I mean, anytime I'm gaming, Fantasy Football talking about fantasy football (laughs) i like drinking midnight energy
0: it's also good for like just in the afternoon when you're feeling like a little drowsy you're tired but you're like i still have work to do i don't want to go to sleep yet because i know that if i take a nap it's going to throw off everything it's good to drink just like right then and it gives you like that nice little boost of refreshing
1: energy like it really just boots you back up It it provides hydration provides vitamins and of course energy it says it right in the name folks so if you would like to get some of your own three different flavors also a shaker to shake it all up we you can use our code to save 10 percent so if you use code score at checkout you can save 10 percent on your order and try three fantastic flavors get yourself more vitamins more hydration and more energy in your day yeah
0: It's much healthier than other um, energy supplements out there right now. Uh, So we definitely recommend it. Give it a shot. Uh, Their website, they just stocked up this past week. It was supposed to go out after this episode airs, the Friday after, but now they're already open. So get yours while you can.
1: Absolutely. All right, folks. So with that being said, on to next week.
0: Yeah, you can always find me on Twitter at WSkimMilk or on my website, WSkimMilk.com, for this podcast
1: as well as others. Devin? You can find me on Twitter as well, DevinLang32 for NFL and Fantasy Football Analysis. Be sure to find me and congratulate me if my Super Bowl tradition (laughs) is right. And then think of some criticism. Eh, Don't be too mean, but... You can be critical. Nice criticism. Yeah, if uh, it ends up being wrong... All right, we'll see you next time. See you.
0: If It Has a Score is available on all your favorite podcasting providers. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Thank you again for tuning in. We will see you next week.